Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Balvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great, Matt, and you're on vacation again. I'm at the beach. It's raining today, but I did get my golf in before the rain came, so that's you know, all important. Good. So we're, uh, we're on episode 81. 81, and it's all about marketing. It's, it's all, all about marketing. marketing. It's all about marketing. Everything's about marketing. So I forget it. I think it was Dan Sullivan. You and I, uh, I'm still in there. You were in there with me at one time. Um, that He always said, you need to consider yourself, you're an entrepreneur who specializes in whatever your business is, right? So you're an entrepreneur specializing in dentistry. You're an entrepreneur specializing in plumbing, right? You're an entrepreneur specializing in financial advice, right? That his version of it is, uh, you are an entrepreneur who just happens to be in this type of business, but you're an entrepreneur first. You and I are taking a spin on that saying, it's all about marketing. You're right? a marketer specializing in. <laughs> yes, so you're a mark. So in order to grow your plumbing business, you have to be good at marketing. In order to grow your financial advisor business, you have to be good at marketing. In order to grow your dog food business, you have to be good at marketing. So it's all about marketing and marketing and marketing. And were you saying marketing? It's all about marketing. So like, so it's so funny. Like I've had three conversations in the last three days, whether it be, um, you know, very rarely is it anything else, but we want more clients. We want to make more money. We want more stuff. We want more clients. We want to sell more stuff. Right. And that's, that's marketing. That's all about marketing. Right. And whether you be a financial advisor, what do you want? More clients. You're an insurance agent, more clients. You sell dog food, you want more clients. You, plumber, you're a plumber, electrician, more clients. more clients. And the thing about when you, when it comes to marketing, we were, we were offline and uh, a little while ago and I was, I was saying that you don't have to have the best product because the best products don't always win. The best marketing always wins. I mean, at, at the time when Apple came out, um, it, it might or might not have been the best product, but yet it won in the marketplace because of marketing, a thousand songs in the palm of your hand. I mean, that was, that was marketing that sold the iPod. There was other MP3 players at the time. They weren't yeah. the only one. It was funny. So uh, I love Segways. I don't know if you know what the Segways are, those little two-wheel things and you lean. The, the mall cop has the Segway, all right? Paul Blart. Okay, so my dog, Moose, we call him Paul Blart because if – if <laughs> I'm on a tangent, but if another dog, like a, my son brings his dog and the dogs are running around the house, Paul Blart, my dog, Moose, he runs around and tries to slow everybody down. So yes, the segue, Paul Blart. You know the segue. So segways, which I love, by the way, we've been on tours all around the country and we like to do the segway tours because it's like a walking tour on steroids because it's kind of like you're walking, but you're going to cover a lot more ground. Anyway, they're going out of business. That is a tremendously great product, terrible marketing right? Why are they going out of business? They were talking about one of their uh, issues are electric scooters are cheaper and more marketable um, and electric bikes, you know, these things called e-bikes. Like we've been in San Francisco and done a bike tour, except it was an e-bike tour, which kind of the electric, you have to pedal, but it helps you. Would have been great to do a Segway. Actually, we did a Segway tour too. My point, Segway is a great product. It was, well, it's too expensive, but it was also just marketing. It never found its marketing niche. It never found its we always talk about target market, right? What do we say you gotta find 
your target market, educate, motivate, make an irresistible offer. Well, I love segues. I never received an irresistible offer from Segway, right? You know, and I, that's a great, I mean, I'm so glad you brought up Segways because the product, I, I've never been on a Segway ever. Um, so that's a problem because I vacation all the time and my wife and I do stuff all the time. Well, why didn't I ever get on a Segway? If you want to, I mean, if you want to know the truth, because yeah. there's a whole genre of videos on YouTube that are Segway fails where like people crashing and stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. So I wasn't worried about me. I'm fairly athletic, but I didn't want like my wife and I to be on vacation. My wife smashes into a, a pole or something. So but see, all they had to do is educate the public on why they're not that or they may they why they're safe and safety fun things and, and yeah. safe and fun that you know they could have you're right. Their marketing missed the beat. Missed the mark. Like the reason we use it, like we've literally been to San Francisco, Chicago, Dallas, Philadelphia, and taken Segway tours. Actually, even Florida. I've been in Florida, uh, uh, St. Pete, and did a Segway tour. And the idea was I could do a walking tour or I could do a bike tour. No, I'd rather do a Segway because it was kind of the best of both worlds. Like I could have done the marketing for the guys, right? That it's like, because it's kind of like walking, but it's not. And it's kind of like bike riding, but it's not. It's better than both. So anyway. It was you marketing. can cover a lot more territory. When you're in San Francisco, you can go up a, up the hills without being so tired. Um, I mean, San Francisco, you're not going to sweat your butt off. But at, at the same time, in other parts, St. Pete, you certainly would. Um, so the Segway idea, but they I didn't know they went bankrupt. Are you serious? Yeah, they're, they're shutting them down. They, they actually were bought out by a Japanese company, and they're just going to shut shut it down because, oh, you know, they're not selling. Uh, they're still pretty expensive. Um but the other things are marketing. So I was just like, it's all about marketing. So I was talking to uh, one of my guys and he's talking about maybe selling his business to a, a larger business. And then you go work for the larger business. And I was like, well, you know, why would you do that? I, I, I believe in entrepreneurship and I think one of our goals is to help every entrepreneur uh, achieve the, the, the business they deserve. Like that's our mastermind group goal is to try to help you achieve the, Business is a system. We can teach it to you. It, it helps you make the, uh, the business of your dreams, the business you deserve, right? And he wants to sell his business to a larger firm because then he wouldn't have to worry about things. And I said, well, what things are you talking about? Are you talking about back office things? Or are you talking about marketing things? And it turns out that it's, he's thinking marketing, but they're not going to help him marketing. He still has to go get his own clients. And I was like, well, that's marketing. And if you got to go get your own clients and they're not going to help you, and you still got to go get your own clients in order for things to work out, go get your own clients now and sell later because it's the getting clients part. That's the tough part, right? It's, it's not the back office. We can hire virtual assistants. You know me, I'm, I'm king of virtual assistants. We can hire back office people. Uh, business is about uh, marketing. We had this, uh, I had this conversation with my daughters in college. We talked about this. She's actually interning with me this summer and she was talking about, well, do you think I should go and be like a finance major? And that's what I was, a finance major. But really, my first job was uh, picking stocks, uh, research, and, and, and anyway. And the idea was you could have the best stock idea in the world. This stock's going to go from $10 to $100. And my boss looked at me and said, yeah, but it doesn't mean a thing unless we can market it, unless we can tell the brokers how great of an idea it is to sell the stock. Because we didn't get paid unless they sold the stock. We didn't, so I was like, well, damn, I wish somebody would have told me that. I would have minored in marketing, right? 
guess what? My, my daughter is a psychology major, wants to be a psychiatrist. Uh, so I'm go. going to go to med school. She said, what minor should I take? And what do you think, what, she's, what minor is she taking? She said she's her senior and she took, the, she, took the mar- she took a marketing minor because I believe whether you're a psychiatrist, it doesn't matter what you are, you need a marketing back, backbone. And look, I've, you and I both have marketing backgrounds. Um, as you know, I'm launching a new uh, pet food, dog food product. Um, but I went out, even though I, I'm a really good, really good at marketing, I went out and got really good marketers. And this is a lesson for other entrepreneurs. Look, you may be good at marketing, but why not, why not bring on some people like that? Marketing is always something people think sales and marketing are the same and they're not. Marketing is all of the, I guess you'd say all of the words that you put together before you create the video. It's all the words that are written out carefully before you write your, your presentation for your salespeople. It's, it's a persuasive message. That's what marketing really is. And it, it compels people to take action on the message that they receive. And most of the time, the best marketing gives you two choices. Yes, no, but never maybe. Because, right. yeah. Yeah, give, well, give them you, you reminded me of like so we listened to Joe Polish and and um, uh, Dean and Dean Jackson and they have I love marketing podcast. You guys should all read it and literally start from the beginning. One of their beginning podcasts was talking about Joe Polish carpet uh, cleaning business. Yep. And he said when he figured it out was he came up with a direct marketing right. It was a direct marketing ad. Say before you hire a carpet cleaner, you know call for your free report on how to choose a carpet cleaner or how to avoid all the dirty tricks of carpet cleaners. I forget what it was, but let's just call it a consumer guide, right? Lead so, magnet. We'll call it a lead, lead magnet. That's exactly. It's a lead magnet. He called it consumer guide, but it's a lead magnet. And so his idea was before he'd even come to your house, you would have to read that lead magnet that talks about how to pick a good carpet cleaner and how not to get fooled by all the bait and switch tactics that they that they apply to you, and so, and of course the the ten point checklist, you know, are they? Of course, they he fits perfectly into all. I can't even believe how well he fits into his own checklist. So by the time that they called him, that was the marketing piece. By the time they called him, the answer was yes. I want you to clean my carpets, right? It wasn't. Hey, I'm thinking about cleaning my carpets. Can can you check it out? It was, no, go read this first. And once you read that, you'll either choose that I'm the right guy for you or not. So the marketing was the persuasion, the pre-sale. And the sale was just receiving the phone call. Hey, I read your consumer guide, your, your lead magnet. I want you to come clean my carpets. And I'm, I'm glad you said persuasion. Okay, there's a, there's a book out by uh, Robert uh, Cialdini, I think is how it's pronounced. It's C-H or C-I-A. Uh, but Robert Cialdini, it's called the um, the Art of Persuasion or the Art of Persuasion. Art of Persuasion, that's it. And uh, great book if you're wondering, like, how do I start in this marketing idea? Well, it is persuasion. So what would go back to the Joe Polish thing? What Joe was doing is first he was uh, building a case that he knew you were going to get your carpet cleans. He attracted the people who want their carpet, the target audience, right? right. And then what he did is he, he created this list that said, um, these are what to look for. But in that, in that process, he was throwing rocks at his enemies. 
because he knew that many of his competitors didn't have all of those things on the checklist. So by the time the, the whoever wrote it, might've been Joe, might've been a writer, but a copywriter that by the time they got to the end, I don't care about that. I just want the lowest price or I want that because it's gonna be the best. So what he's doing is weeding out the, the people he doesn't want. But when your marketing does that, this is, this is a salesperson. Marketing is a salesperson that will work 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and, and never be late, never complain. <laughs> marketing works. You know, right. And it's, it's like, like we were talking about, you are, you are, if you don't have good marketing, the only thing the consumer has to compare you with is price, right? right? If you don't tell them through your marketing how you're different or unique, and, and we said this before, unique can be different. Like unique doesn't have to be better. It's my background and your background are different and, and we might be selling the same product or service, but some people might click with me and some people might click with you just because of you know your background versus my background is more similar to them, right? Some, so, sometimes it's just personality, one personality. So unique is different, but in, unless you tell them how you're unique or how you're different, the only thing they have to go on is price. Right. So, so if you're a plumber and you're a plumber and you're a plumber, only thing they have to compare you with is price. But if you're a plumber, who's not the platitudes, Hey, I've been in business for 25 years, but if you're a plumber who has, you know, guarantees his work, who's bonded and certified, yada, 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 you know, that, that cleans up after himself and wears the rubber booties now wears a, a touchless contact, right? Then you've just given the criteria, you know, I've seen an ad for, I think I've seen that for touchless plumbing or touchless HVAC work, right? Now you're differentiating yourself. Well, I want that guy to come work on my plumbing or that guy to work on my HVAC because I don't, you know, with COVID, I don't want to touch anybody, right? You got to give them through your marketing how you're different and different is better, right? Different is better. Russell Brunson puts it as you need one main thing that separates you from your competitors. And that one main thing, like you said, doesn't have, doesn't have to be better. It just right. means one main thing that, that makes you unique. Unique is better because if people are looking for that uniqueness, that what they're looking for is your personality. With right. Every business is a personality business. I don't care what type of business you're in. The more personality that people put out there, the more like, okay, think of Dollar Shave Club, okay? Um, you know, that's a great, marketing company but it was the guy on the commercial it was his personality it, you know right. the same with the uh you know with oxyclean billy mays okay he's great yeah, copywriter, yeah. but it was his personality the think of my pillow personality your right. business is a personality business i've got two great examples so so literally there is an accountant that i work with and and i went to georgia and my girls go to georgia and he went to georgia his marketing, now look at Florida, I know, I know, but this will work, right? His marketing is, um, I'm a Georgia Bulldog CPA, and he literally goes after Georgia alumni, business owners, as his prospective clients, and he loves Georgia football. So he can call anybody that, that's gone to Georgia, and it'd be, hey, Dave, how you doing? You know, how about them dogs, right? And that's his different is better. You could have a CPA that went to Florida, right? And then he's just calling on Florida grads. I've got a financial advisor up in North Carolina who went to 
Chapel Hill, uh, grad school at Chapel Hill. He calls Chapel Hill other people that went to grad school. Like that's his client, that's his different, hey, you went to grad school where I did, we got a bond, you know, let's chat, right? You, I'm a CPA, I went to Florida, you went to Florida, let's chat. Again, that's not very different, but it is different. It's right? different, it's different enough, enough because there's a kindred, again, you're talking personality-based marketing. I mean, we're, right. we're moving through the marketing aspect, but still personality-based and it's differentiating you from others. Why would I want to do business with you? Look, the fact that he went to Georgia isn't necessarily the reason that they want to do business, but it is certainly will open the door to the conversation because it's different enough that you can now yes. have a conversation and wow, I really like you as a person. I'd love to have you as my CPA. So yes, it does make right. just the one thing. Yeah, but that's your So like identify your target market. So he would say business owners that went to Georgia. That's his target market. He has clearly identified his target market. Business owners that went to Georgia. What's his uh, educate and uh, educate and motivate? Well, educate would be some tax saving tips for business owners. Motivate would be. I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan. You're a Georgia Bulldog fan, right? Doesn't even have to be rocket science. And then his offer, you know, a free tax review, a free tax assessment, something to that effect was his irresistible offer. But that's the first three steps. We talk about systematizing, automatizing your business. It was, he knows his target market, Georgia business owners. Educate and offer, I'm sorry, educate and motivate and make an offer. And you know, and, and, the, and in the if he was one of your clients, Matt, um, the, that accountant would, would come out right out of the bat, right out of the gates and say, look, if you, if you become one of my clients, I'm going to show you how to save $15,000 in taxes your first year as a client of mine. Right, that exactly. can be an irresistible offer. That can be an irresistible offer, right? You could have a clientele like, you know, I'm a golfer, right? So it could be I want people that went to Georgia and play golf. There's my little niche. And then now I've got two things to talk about, Georgia football and golf, right? And then what's my educating offer is, oh, we'll find – you know, $10,000, $15,000 in anybody's business, uh, help you make more, work less, take more time off, pay less in taxes. Uh, and that's your ears to small for, a free business breakthrough assessment, right? But I got my target market, business owners, Georgia, golf, or business owner golf, right? Yeah, and here's the reality though, as, as we move on through this, this episode, all right, I think of like Brooks Brothers recently, uh, I think yesterday or today filed uh, bankruptcy. Now, this is a, this is a, we are in a, a new economy. We're not in a new economy, but we are definitely moving more to an online world, an online marketing world. Now, there are companies that sell suits online, not very effectively. Why? Because suits are fitted, right? So they're going to have to change their model. Now, Brooks Brothers it was always quality, right? Well, right, right. You know, one of the things when, um, like in the early days when I would go to Hong Kong, um, I'd have a couple suits made. Like I'd stop in Hong Kong when I flew in, and a week later I'd pick up my custom-made suits, and they'd, they'd make them for you. Well, of course, that required me to go in somewhere. But nowadays what I'm seeing is, is some of the up-and-coming clothiers are now – they're, they're communicating online through different messaging platforms, and they're sending their people to you to, to do your fittings. Some of them are actually doing instruction videos so you can do your own fittings. They'll mail you a, like one of their tape measures. Hey, we'll mail you a special tape measure we're going to take, and all you've got to do is follow our form. It's, so 
what I'm saying is Burke's brothers unfortunately missed the mark of marketing. And so what has happened is they filed check. There's only two reasons the company goes bankrupt. A, not enough sales. B, too much debt. And if you have the first one right, because you're marketing, you'll, you can always pay off the debt. Off the debt. So, you know, it's, it's a, and it's a sad thing because more and more we're seeing companies go bankrupt. And it's because I think as, as time goes along, who do you think the first people they start cutting is? Unfortunately, they start cutting the marketing budget instead of maybe other areas that are costing them money, not making them money. Right. And that goes back to, we always believe in direct marketing, the type of marketing that generates a response and action as opposed to brand marketing, right? Especially the smaller the business, we want uh, action. Keys for 99 cents, right? You go back to your key business you had, right? You want action. You don't just say, hey, we, we, we build keys, right? <laughs> you, you want action, direct marketing, not brand building keys are us. Yeah, right? unless, you have, unless you have a Budweiser budget, you need to be using direct marketing as your as your way so you you lay out a, a compelling message um and a solution so first you you find the people who have that problem and then and then you you show them that there's a solution to the problem that you're the solution and then you you have an offer a call to action for them and that's direct marketing no matter how you call it there's a lot of different ways that you could structure it but at the end of the at the when it's all at the end as long as you don't confuse people there's an expression the confused mind decides nothing as long as they don't become confused anywhere along the way, when they get to the end, it's a, yes, I'm going to have my carpet cleaned, or no, I'm not going to have my carpet cleaned. It's, it's a yes or no answer. If you're a plumber, look, the reality is, um, you, as a, you know, and I don't know the plumbing business well enough to, to know that um, what percentage of calls happened because something broke. You know, because that's usually, you know, I've got crap in my tub. <laughs> I need you to come out right away. You right. know, that's pretty important. At that point, you're not asking what the price is. I wouldn't imagine. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But you want somebody experienced at that point, and they have to. If you if if you have the one differentiator, and this is why marketing is so important. I guess if you're in plumbing or any business, because are plumbers that good of marketers? You don't have to be the best marketer on the planet. You just have to be better than the other plumbers, right? Yeah. And that's what we talked about is like with the guys that you and I work with, most of them are not very good at marketing themselves, right? Which is why they have trouble growing revenue or going, growing clients or, or prospects because they're not that good at marketing. But you and I talk about it's it easy. We just talked, we mentioned it early, target, market, educate, motivate, make an offer. Boom, boom, boom. Then we can talk about how to close the sale and all that kind of stuff. But the first three steps are very simple. No matter if I'm working with a state planning attorney right now, right? So this is like, we want, uh, especially of, of, of older people, it's elderly care is actually what they call it. This is called estate planning. And it's uh, estate planning for retired people, right? Estate planning for elderly, right? Um, and then it's gonna be a lead magnet, right? With the, what are the things, what are some of the key concerns? Are you, are you worried about taxes uh, in retirement or state taxes, giving it to your kids? What's the most efficient way? The new tax laws that they made changes right here actually helps your state planning. So we could actually kind of do a COVID estate planning review is kind of what we're, what we're leaning towards, right? 
And that would be the lead magnet, which would lead you to the webinar, which would lead you to the call to action, which would be a free consultation, which would then lead you to sign up to be a client, right? And there it is, it's who's the target market, what's the message, educate and motivate, what's the, uh, what's the way to do it? We're gonna use the webinar because we're all doing Zooms nowadays, but you could do a presentation, live presentation. What's the call to action, a free consultation? What's the free consultation lead to? And a state review that leads to a hire me or don't hire. Yeah. And, and the reality is knowing your target audience, if, if your target audience is 55 to 75, well, right. um, if you watch the commercials, like, um, who's that guy, Robert Wagner? He does like, I think he does some gold commercials. Okay. And they, they say, hey, um, just call us, call this uh, toll-free number and we're going to send you See, they understand their market and they don't send them to a website because maybe in the 55 to 75 age yeah, group, they want, they want paper. They want something and they want something in paper. And that's why Stansbury Research, you know, they send paper, they send a booklet, you know, a big old booklet because they understand their target market are people who like to read. And so that's, again, knowing who you want as a client um, and, and, and it's, it's a target market is not a demographic, which is 55 to 70. A target, that's a demographic. A target market is, okay, yes, they're in a demographic of 55 to 70, but I want people in that group who've got $500,000 in sales. They like dogs. They like, I mean, you got, you go into all the things that they like in their life, because what are you trying to do? There's he's that he or she, that return attorney in estate planning is helping them get the lifestyle they want. Well, they have to be a certain person to want that lifestyle. And those are what the target market is, I guess. Oh, and it's fantastic. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sidetrack on that would be, because we've also talked about marketing. And so marketing doesn't always have to be direct market to consumer. It can be doing a joint venture with others. So, sure. so we were talking about like, uh, he's got some insurance agents that are, that are good relationships with him. And so that would be, all right, insurance agents, let me help do an estate review for your clients and I'll help sell more insurance for you. Oh, you've got a million life insurance. You should have two. Oh, you've got three. You should have six, right? So during the estate review, we could uncover other insurance opportunities. For, so that could be a joint venture marketing, but that's the, what would be, that would be his target market in that case would be other insurance agents. What would be the marketing message? I can sell you, you, right? I can do the selling for you or talk you up. Right. Yeah. And then what's the, what's the benefit is a free estate review. Plus you might get more business out of it. What's the benefit for your clients, a free estate review and any gaps that we've uncovered that we might need to fill. Yeah. Right. So I was just using that as an example of a joint venture for your marketing, right? You don't always have to be direct to consumer marketing. You could be marketing to other professionals if that's how you grow your business, but it's still marketing, right? If you're a lawyer who's really good at estate planning, so what? If nobody knows who you are, so what? How are you going to grow? How are you going to get clients? How are you going to get more business? Right? Like very rarely is it that I've got too many clients to handle. Right? That's a great problem to solve because then you're building out infrastructure. And it doesn't matter if you're in, uh, if you're cutting lawns or pressure washing. We've had this conversation before. Look, how I told my lawn guy who's still not doing this. Like, <laughs> how come you're not putting an orange cone in front and back of your vehicle? and then put a little sign on there with your phone number on that orange cone. Everybody who drives by, look, the reality is a lot of times people are afraid just to stop and talk to you because you're busy, you're working. 
But if they see the sign, they may write down your number or take a picture. And look, that's marketing. You're standing there, you're working, and you're, you're, you don't put a sign on your vehicle. And on there are so many, how many lawn guys you see with no sign on your vehicle? It's like, come on, dude. That's mar- That's lack of marketing. And, and Yeah, or a neat little tagline, you know, have the garden of your dreams, have the yard of your dreams. You know, that could be your, 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 your unique selling proposition. Have the, have the yard of your dreams. We'll make it come true. We make all your dreams come true. Right. Then you could have a little lead magnet and how to make the yard, you know, the yard of your dreams. And do you want the grass to be green? Do you want a lot of flowers? And then, oh, you want us to help you do that for you. Right. That could be the little lead magnet. We've talked about strategies of working around the neighborhood, working around certain age people. I've got a, uh, a elderly care, they're concierge healthcare medicine. Right. And nowadays. So it's a little different right now because of the COVID, the older people who are sick don't want to see outside people right now. But if, if your parents get sick and you need help and you're in a different city, they help coordinate what kind of, hey, your, your, your mom who lives in Birmingham, Alabama, she's sick, you know, you want us to get her to the doctor for you, right? They want to make sure she's taken care of. It's that kind of concierge type service. So their target market is, is us, the generation that's going to take care of their parents, right? Yeah, What's exactly. the marketing message? Make sure your mom's taken care of. Take care of your mom like she took care of you. Like I'm making this up right now, but that's that's a great marketing message. Yeah, it, right? because it, it it appeals to the person who's yeah their parents are still alive, and yeah, I guess I do kind of owe my mom and dad, right? I mean, we all right. do, right? Maybe not all, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, the check when we were talking about a checklist with them, I was talking about checklists with them. How do you know it's time for for uh, assisted living? You know, so there's a little checklist we can put together. There's your lead magnet. How do you know it's time for? How do you choose the right assisted living? How do you know it's time for assisted living? You know, there's your lead magnet. How to have someone help you choose, right? Oh, by the way, they meet all those criteria and they would call you to help them determine if it's time, help them determine the right facility because that's what they do. But the one thing that I don't want, if anybody's watching or listening to this episode, the thing about it is some people get overwhelmed. Look, this is one of those times, like you said, you're the king of VAs, outsourcing. Hire somebody to get some help with your marketing, make sure that they know what they're doing, that they're good at what they're doing. If you're not good at it or you don't have the time, for goodness sakes, hire somebody, hire somebody. so that you can get your business on track. But we are in a, we are in a, a pivot as a, as a society and we are going much more online as a world, not just online. Um, you know, the television is probably, um, it's, it's, a, it's still got a huge draw, but things like Netflix and other things are, are changing that. But if you want to appeal to a big audience, get some help. And um, again, I, I'm extremely experienced in marketing, but yet I'm growing a company. First thing I did is brought on two really good marketing people because I, I know that, we, that it's all about marketing. Doesn't matter. You can have a you can have the the worst product on the planet, but if look, what I always say is, good marketing will expose a, a bad company really quickly. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but but bad marketing um, will destroy a great company uh, just as quickly. And so you you need good marketing, and you can take a good product and get it into market. You don't have to be the best. If your marketing kicks butt, you can grow a company. And, and again, sales, 
and debt are the two reasons companies go out of, out of business. You get the marketing right, you can eliminate all that debt and you can actually be on the way to using your business to build wealth um, because that's what this show is all about. It's using your and that's what this show is all about. So, so really to summarize, it's all about marketing. No matter what business you're in, it's all about marketing. You're, you're a plumber, you're a lawyer, it's all about marketing. You can have the best idea in the world, but unless you can market and get that idea out there, how would anybody ever know? right so it's all about marketing and that's kind of the stuff you and i talk about in our mastermind group we're getting a mastermind group going that's one of the things we teach you in the mastermind group would be how to how to how to do your marketing how to improve your marketing how to target your marketing what's your target market educate and uh, uh educate motivate make an offer that's part of it and you're going to learn from 10 other individuals who are also uh in business themselves what marketing they've tried what worked what didn't work Remember, we tried, did an episode on that. Worked so well, I quit doing it. All those things. These are what we learned in the mastermind. That's part of business as a system. The mastermind group will teach you how to create the, the business of your dreams because we know how to build it. And there's no better place to learn it than in a mastermind group. So if you want to learn about our mastermind group, it's Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. We're interviewing people for that as well. You can find us at ProfitabilityMD.com. Right? The podcasts are on anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify's. we got our YouTube channel, Profitability MD, so you can actually see us in live video. And uh, where else? We could also, uh, that's kind of it. Dave, where do we find you? Well, you mentioned all those places, David, Profitability MD. You can find me at davidmulvaney.com as well, um, where you can find out uh, some great information on marketing and, and the backbone of sales and marketing and uh, those types of things. But uh I highly recommend you subscribe to our YouTube channel or subscribe to our podcast and, uh, and comment. Let us know what you think. How about you, man? Where can we find you? Don't apply. So you find me over at uh, 10xprofitblueprint.com. I've got a great, actually, the three marketing mistakes that a business owner makes. There's a little video series, so you can actually learn the three biggest mistakes and watch my marketing videos to see how those actually operate. Uh, and then at Matt Hudgens over at LinkedIn is a great place to find me as well. But seriously, Look for the mastermind group. Come apply. We'll do some interviews. Get this thing up and going. All right, man. Have a good one. You too, man. Take care.